Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast that's all in the name. Good coffee with great conversation. Here's your host, Larry Vincent. Welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast. I am your host, Larry Vincent, and and with me today is the man, the myth, and the legend, Mr. Scott Kelly. Oh, jeez. Welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I'm excited that you're. I'm excited that you're here. Uh, you uh, play uh, the guitar, electric guitar. Indeed. Rhythm. Indeed. Lead. Yes. What? Yes. What, what, what do you, What do you do? Uh, I play the guitar. I'm just throwing out words. I have really yeah, yeah. no idea what any no, of this means. They're uh, uh, they're both things that I do. Uh, I don't really. Depending on who else is playing, changes what I do. Okay. Now, so. one of the reasons why I like you so much, Scott, is because we have a mutual love hate relationship with Colin Moneymaker. This is true. It's, this, yeah. Uh, you know, and I feel like you know maybe maybe after the show or something, you and I can just you know lament. Yeah. To use a biblical well, and, word. And, and he's not here right now, so you know. Mm, that's right. He's not even in the building. Yeah. 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 So, so perfect. We could just. <laughs> I, I think we should trash his office. That's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I always think about like if if an, if a person who doesn't go to our church ever listens to this podcast, and I'm sure there are some. I hope there are oh, some. Yeah. You know, cause this is now the second time I have trashed Colin Moneymaker on the podcast. <laughs> They're going to think, like, I'm never going to this church. <laughs> Whoever this Colin Moneymaker guy is, he is just... Colin, Colin is lovely. He, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fantastic friend. Uh, I take back everything I say about him. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah. Well, I do. He's yeah. a great guy. He really yeah. is. It, it's about that and the truth came out. But it doesn't mean I still won't trash him because he'll take every opportunity to trash us. So that's, right. that's the kind of brother relationship we have here. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, so Scott, uh, the, the first thing we usually do before we get into our conversation is the first sip. So we're going to... Okay. Uh, you are drinking. Now, a couple of things. All right. Number one, let me just tell the audience what we're drinking. Uh, we have this awesome coffee roaster that we partner with called Brick House Coffee Company. Okay. Uh, they are a Christian organization, uh, and they have been supplying the coffee for our church for the last, I don't know, half a year or more. Cool. Uh, probably since the fall, maybe. Uh, and they are great. And we are doing today their uh, bourbon barrel coffee. Bourbon barrel Bourbon coffee. barrel okay. coffee. Okay. It smells like bourbon. It kind of does. It, 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 it has that bourbon taste to it, but there's no like alcohol content because right, it's right. all taken away in the... You know, you. For, any of, for any of the Christians out there who, who, uh, who don't like drinking, don't worry, it's non-alcoholic coffee. All right. Um, uh, and, and so there's the first thing. The second thing is, though, uh, is, is that Scott has ruined the coffee I d- uh, by putting... I can't handle it. Creamer in I the coffee. I can't do black coffee. Uh, see, I like my coffee like I like my, my wife. Bold and strong. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bold and strong. With nothing else added into it, uh, you know, and, and and number number three, number three. Here's the last thing. Uh, Scott is using my Godfather coffee mug. Oh, uh, so I didn't even notice. That. I, I found it at a uh, at a thrift store uh, in okay. in Ohio, I think, uh, and I picked it up because I am a Godfather of uh, of some fantastic children, okay. uh, and uh, and and I bought it. But I use it for my guests, and now you will be referred to as the Godfather oh, for man. the rest of the podcast. Oh, <laughs> that's that's 
Not entirely true. I'll probably call you Scott. Uh, but so okay. let us grab my actual coffee and your okay. doctored coffee, and let's let's take our first sip. Mm, that is that is good. That is good. What do you think? Yeah, that's pretty tasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can you taste anything but I, milk? I can. I can. Okay. I good. put one little pack of creamer in it. Okay. Well, well, I see two there, Scott. Yeah. One is unopened. Okay. All right. All right. I okay. didn't know the size, so I had to be prepared for all circumstances. I got you. I got you. We'll we'll let it slide this time. <laughs> and, right. and I've got to say that I'm used to like K cup coffee when at like work and stuff. So this is quite a step up. <laughs> okay, it doesn't I know take, you're disappointed right now. It doesn't take much to step up from a curate. No, I know, I know. I uh, know. But at least it's better than Folgers. All yeah. right, uh, I do not apologize to any Folgers fans out there. Uh, Folgers is is dirt. It's literally dirt. Um, we just lost half our audience. Pretty Sorry. sure. It's, it's, it, I am a coffee snob. I, I will freely admit my coffee snobbery. But because I'm a coffee snob, uh-huh. you get good coffee. So That's I don't right. really want to hear That's it. That's right. All right. Let's 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 get into uh, get into your story. Yeah. All right. I only know you from the last four years. All right. Uh, and really, uh, we didn't really start to get to know a lot of people until uh, – get to know you, I mean, uh, until you started coming over for wrestling. That's right. The podcast world now knows that you are a small, a small oh, wrestling fan. Yeah. All right. Quite small. Quite, yes, but you still come over and enjoy it, and we, we're glad that you come over to the house. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. So you you uh, uh, you come from, uh, in my perspective, a uh, a Christian family. Uh, I love your parents; they are amazing servants, um, and I, I love the fact that they that that you all come to church and that you all stay, even as an adult you still come to the church that your parents come to. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, is amazing. By the way, yeah. but tell me about how you grew up. What was your, uh, what was your uh, view of God? Um, did sure. you grow up in the church? Those kind of things. Sure, sure. Yeah. So um, I did grow up coming here. Um, I it's it's kind of weird because most people I talk to have been to other places, or you know, it, it's very rare that I talk to somebody who's at least my age that has only ever gone to one church. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's strange to me to think, I don't even know what that experience is like. So you're 27, right? Six. 26. So this is yes. just for our audience's knowledge. Yes. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, so I, I don't even know what it's like to experience. I mean, I go, I've been two different churches, but it's just like one off sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 So I don't even know the experience of, gaining a whole new church family or, you know, having to part with one. Yeah. Um, which I feel blessed for. Yeah. Um, um, uh, but anyways, yeah. So I grew up here, um, grew up going to this church. Um, and, uh, a, a lot of people I would imagine wouldn't guess that. Um, I, I mean, even though I've gone to church here my entire life, I, for a long time, didn't really care about any of it. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, growing up um, as, you know, elementary school and middle school, particularly, like the back end of elementary school, going into middle school um, and all that sort of stuff, I, the older I got, the less I cared and the more I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to do anything that, uh, you know, 
I, I would do like mission trips and that sort of stuff during the summer. Okay. But there was no youth group for me. Do, um, do you know why? It was, I, I don't really know. I, I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know if it was really a phase or not, or if I just, I don't know. I, I kind of had, um, some friends that like at school, um, who kind of had an influence me on me, not in a great way. Okay. Um, I was kind of hanging out with people, um, a few of which later on would turn out to be really bad influences. Um, not necessarily on me cause I kind of, at that point I had kind of stopped hanging out, but, okay. but in the grand scheme of things, um, just, yeah, wasn't hanging out with the greatest people. Um, uh, and, and so I just really, I was not in a spot really with God where I was on any sort of talking terms. It was just kind of like, I, it was, I went to church when I had to, uh, and didn't enjoy it when I was there. So did you, did you believe in God? I mean, did you have a, did you have a faith in him? I, I, I believed, I just didn't care. I, I didn't have... Uh, a relationship. So, so in your, in your instead of God being a father, he was kind of like that creepy uncle down the road that you just didn't talk to at all. Kind of. Yeah. It, it was just it was it was um like I was kind of one of those guys who it was like you know if I ever feel like it or you know if I get older and I know I'm like about to die or something you know I'm about to pass away or whatever mm-hmm. I'll. I'll turn around and, you know, get back to it and all that sort of blah, blah, blah. You, my, my, and, my brother, uh, my brother has said the same thing. Yeah. He's, I, 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 my plan is when I, and this was years ago, so I'm, I'm sure he's matured and changed, but, sure. uh, years ago he told me, I was like, well, I'll just do it before I die. And I'm like, dude, right. you don't know you when don't, you're going to die. Right, right, <laughs> right. You yeah. don't know when somebody's going to hit you head on. In a yeah, car. yeah, um, exactly. And, and that, that wasn't really the reason that I kind of got turned around. Um, well, let's not, let's, 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 let's hold yeah, off yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah. Cause I still want to explore yeah, this, th- this previous, this previous stuff here about mm-hmm. your, your belief in God. So, so you had this, I don't care attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can't, you know, church was a social event. At most. At most. I, I really didn't even enjoy coming for that. Cause this, I, for the time that even I've known you, yeah, um, and the time that you've kind of seen me here at the church, uh, for the most part, I've been out of my shell. Um, a few people here will remember uh, before I kind of turned around. I was not social at all. <laughs> I was yeah. uh, completely, you know, when I came here, it was like I just want to leave, and you know, yeah. not. I was not uh, the sort of higher energy that I kind well, of Well, in your defense, now. there's not a lot of high energy people at our church. Well, no. yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're social for an introvert, so. <laughs> right, right. But but I guess my point was that there was no extroverted part of me. Sure, yeah, okay. It was 100% introvert. Okay. It was like, just kind of leave me alone. Yeah, and, that's fair. You no. Know, that's that sort of thing. So, so okay. So, so church was this place you had to go to because I'm sure your parents had that expectation, right. and and you went to mission trips, and you know you weren't, but you weren't on a talking, you know, um, right. level with God. 
but how did you how did you view God? If you could paint me a picture of how your theology was on God, what would it look like? Uh, it was just kind of um, it. It just he was there, and it wasn't a an issue of me knowing he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was it was kind of an issue of. I don't know, I guess a rebellious child okay. uh, where it's just like, I don't care what you're telling me. Okay. It's just kind of like, I, I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I wasn't doing like necessarily really bad things. Yeah. It's just like, I, I just don't care enough. Like, I, I guess you're out there uh, and yeah, you're God, but what, what does that, I'm, that doesn't have really an effect on me is how I kind of felt. That's an important statement that that Mm -hmm. you know, God was there. You knew what he was telling you, but it didn't impact you in any way. Yeah. Um, what was impacting you? What, what was shaping you morally and culturally at that time? Um, a lot of it was the friends, um, and just, you know, um, I guess you could kind of say the whole click at school sort of thing a little bit. Okay. Um, but a lot of it was just um, me wanting to do what I wanted to do. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it's a lot of it is the sort of cliche sort of rebel yeah. kid growing yeah. up. Um, yeah, a lot of it was that. Did, um, did busyness play a role? Because you were into soccer, right? Yeah. <sighs> It was maybe a little bit, but not not too much. Okay. Uh, I had the availability to do that sort of stuff. You okay. Know, go to youth group and right. The I just uh, I would completely. I just never wanted to. Okay. And so I I don't know. I don't think my parents really gave up on trying to get me to do it. I just think that uh, they understood that. I just needed to find my own thing. So they didn't pressure you? They didn't try A little to... bit, but it wasn't the sort of, like, you will go right. and all this sort of stuff. Right, right. So so when your parents did talk to you about this, and, 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 I, and I'm assuming in a loving and respectful way, mm-hmm. um, what was your response to them? It was, it was just... Well, we never had, like, deep discussions about it. Okay. Um, it was just kind of, I don't know, they, they trusted, I guess, that I would do the right thing. Yeah. Which, looking back at it, it's kind of questionable considering how old I was. <laughs> now, I, I just I, where my head was at. This, this could be a very good lesson for, for te- parents of teenagers, all right? And, um, and in no way am I suggesting that your parents did anything wrong. Okay. Right, so I don't right. want you to, I don't want you to think that, and I don't want them to right. think that either. Um, because I have a lot of respect for them, uh, as, as Christians and as people and as parents. But, um, do you wish they would have had deep discussions with you? No, no, no. Fair. That would have, that would have made it worse. Okay. That would have, um, I mean, I, you know, as a There's talker, such... like, I'm really sad right now. Right. No, I know. <laughs> but it's like, I, I don't know exactly what I would have done 
uh, had I been in their situation. Okay. Um, but I think probably not really avoiding it because I didn't really avoid it, but not pushing it. Yeah, uh, was probably better, and maybe for me, yeah. it was better. Maybe yeah. for somebody else, it it w- they would need to be talked to. But for me, it was better, just because um, I'm kind of not really spiteful, but I'm pretty proud. Sure, um, I'm a pretty prideful individual, and so uh, having them come and like push me is just like another way of telling them telling me in my mind. That I need to do something that I don't think I should do. Now, let's clarify, okay? Because what I don't mean by a deep discussion is a persuasive argument towards why you should go to church. Sure. What I mean by this is a conversation as to why it is you don't like to go to church and just understanding your perspective. Sure. Would that have made a difference for you? Um, Maybe. Okay. Maybe. But it's also one of those things where I might have just gotten annoyed. Yeah, fair. I mean, I would have just been like, like a normal teenager. Why are we right? talking about this? Yeah, like, no, good. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know. I just, jeez, Dad. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I... want to go because I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. You know that sort of thing. That's fair. That's completely uh, fair. Look, you know, uh, you know, with, uh, every day is a new adventure for me with the, with a thirteen year old and a twelve year old. You know, uh, and I, I mean, I, and I won't give the details of the conversation, sure, sure. but I, you know, I remember talking with Noah today, trying to get into a deep conversation, him just staring straight ahead, not saying a word. I'm like, "Are you annoyed with me? Are you upset?" He goes, "No, I'm not upset. I just don't have anything to say." I'm like, "Oh, this is what it means to be introverted." Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> if this was my yeah. daughter, you know, my son and my daughter are two totally different people uh, right. as teenagers, and my daughter would just yap it up, you know. Right, and right. I love that about my daughter. Right. Um, my son is just so tight mouthed, man. It's like, oh, I forgot, I forgot you're an introvert. Okay, okay, all right, I get it now. So I have to deal with these two things right, differently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and so you're helping me here, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so you're saying your parents just did what they knew was best for you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, okay. So my next question here, I, I, you know, because we're now going to get into uh, the second part, but I want sure. one last question here before we do. Mm-hmm. What kept you, do you think, from completely abandoning your faith? Um, my parents. Um, and not... Not necessarily anything that they did, but I didn't, I mean, even though, I mean, I won't say that we hated each other, you know, because we didn't hate each other. Sure. Uh, It was just kind of not great Mm -hmm. at that time. Um, And even though it wasn't great for us, um, it would have, I didn't want to do that to my parents because mm. uh, I felt I would have felt more bad for them and the effect it would have had on them than any effect it would have had on me. Okay. Um, and so it, it wasn't anything that they did um, per se. It was me not wanting to, you know, cause I mean, I can't really even think of how, bad it would have been for them sure you know? sure um so that's kind of why you know i i really wasn't even going through the motions but the motions that i was going through that's why i was doing it it was just because i didn't want to you know not really 
it's not hurting their feelings. It's more of a, you know, it's like they don't want that for me. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it would have broke their heart. I mean, right. Like, yeah. Right. It would have broke I just their heart. didn't want that, you know. I, yeah. I was just like, I can't completely do that. So, okay. So, uh, this is, this is, uh, let, let's move into the second part because sure. there's, I think this is a good transition point. A lot of people in, in, with, with that kind of an emotional response, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to hurt my parents' feelings, so I'm just going to stick with this, at least on a superficial level, right? Right? Uh, would live the rest of their lives mm-hmm. uh, in this, um, you know, priester type, right, I right. go to church with my parents when I'm in right. town, I go to church on special events, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas... Yes. Easter, but I'm not really going to make it a part of my life. Right, right. You did something different. You instead, uh, you know, hunkered down and found the truth. Right. <laughs> so what? What? What was different? What changed in you that make you want this to be something that that you that you saw as true? Right, right. And, and pursued. Um. So it, it's actually something that uh my mom did. Um, well, parents did, but mostly mom. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and she didn't really um, do it um, herself. She just caused it to happen. <laughs> that, that's interesting. That, that, in. <laughs> so, so basically what happened was um, between uh, middle school and freshman year in high school, um, I mean, the, they do trips they still go to like CIY and that sort of right, stuff. Right, yeah. Um, well, my mom signed me up to go to CIY. Okay. And I didn't know until like two weeks before. As a high school senior or? As a freshman. As a freshman, okay. Going in to be a freshman. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, going in to be a freshman. Um, it, it, and I might have known, but I was not excited about it. And when I kind of realized and found out that I was going on this trip. I wasn't really happy. I was like, are you serious? You signed me up for this thing. I don't want to go to this thing. Yeah. I really, really do not want to go to this thing. Um, uh, but yeah, basically, um, went to, uh, the CIY, uh, trip during that summer. And that was kind of that trip, um, in general was just kind of the main turning point. Um, I went to that and, um, yeah, it was just kind of a completely different experience. It, if you talk to anybody who was on the trip, uh, with me, Brittany was there. Okay. Um, uh, Brittany is, is a, is a mutual friend of yes, ours and, yes. uh, and, and also on the worship team. Yes. Good person. Um, but yeah, she was there. She yeah. could tell you the incredibly stark difference between me before the trip and me after the trip. Okay. Um, that is when I really kind of came out of my shell, Mm -hmm. um, as far as like socially, but also, um, it was really the turning point in my faith. Okay. Um, and I don't really remember I mean, I remember events that happened on the trip, but I don't remember really any one thing that was like the light bulb that went Really? Off. It was just kind of the whole trip. Uh, it was just a progressive thing. It was a very rapid progression. Yeah. But 
because I mean it happened within a week. Right. But it wasn't it wasn't one thing where the light bulb went off. It was like the first night. It was like, eh, this interesting. You know, yeah. it, it's different um, than like the normal church stuff, and it just kind of went from that to like. I don't know. Friday I, I, night? I just kind of felt... It, it was, it was um, sort of the... You could, when, when you can feel the presence of God sort of thing. So that, 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 that feeling of, of God's presence in your mm-hmm. life was like, oh. That, and I think, I think the other part was seeing the people around me. Okay. Seeing the people on the trip with me. Okay. Um, and the way that they kind of welcomed me. Because I really didn't know... Many of the people on the trip. This is about what twelve years ago. When yeah. you were fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and and um, just like a bunch of the people on the trip, mm-hmm. um, and, and just kind of the more I got to know them, and the closer we became, mm-hmm. the more open I got. Yeah. Because up to that point, um, most of my church interactions. We're all like with my parents. I mean, I, I did like children's ministry stuff, but I, I mean, I was young enough that it didn't. I, I don't know. I it just didn't really. So would you would you me. would you suggest then that like before CIY, sure, uh, that it was you were closed off to all kind of this? Of, yeah, and and, then, and I think a big part of that wasn't necessarily like my parents not getting me involved. I think that was how much of an introvert yeah i was and, and you just didn't want to, i didn't i didn't want to talk to people i didn't want to yeah and your rebelliousness <laughs> even towards god right. you were kind of closed off towards god right right closed off towards everyone but then as you started going to ciy right uh, and correct me if i'm wrong but if, as you started going to ciy what i what i hear mm-hmm. is you started opening yourself up to your fellow christians right uh, and then you started opening yourself up to God. Yeah. Right? That's pretty much what happened. Okay. So so CIY is famous for Cry Night. Yeah. Right? I, for those of uh, our listeners who do not know, uh, CIY usually has this night where it's, you know, over-emotional and, and, and it's, in, 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 in it's uh, you know, time where they're really hitting the gospel message home. And yeah. there's just a lot of crying going on in the room. And, and, and there's a lot of debate about whether or not that's, you know, manipulative or not manipulative, right. and, and, I, and and I and I only bring that up because um, I know that um, you know there are people who are listening to this who are like, you know, that that convert was that conversion real kind of a thing, right, you right. know, and so you know how sure. do you how do you how do you know Scott that this wasn't just emotional manipulation? How do you know that what you experienced twelve <laughs> years ago was the real deal? Uh, well. I would, uh, not that anybody can really do this who doesn't know, like, a bunch of the people that I know, but ask the people who saw it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, Because I was, I have been told, and periodically I still get told uh, how different I am. Yeah. From, literally, from that trip. Yeah. Uh, people will tell me, I remember when you went on that trip and you came back a completely different person. Yeah. It was like, I, 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 I mean, it. yeah. <laughs> what else needs to be said? Oh, no, exactly. And, and I relate well to that because when I went to, um, 
high school, I, I was such an emo, dude. It, it was pathetic. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I wrote dark poems, and I, wrote, right, I, right. I wore black clothes, right. and I didn't put the fingernail polish on, thank God. But, uh, I mean, I was just so mopey, you know, sure. and, and not the guy I am today, sure. you know, and sure. to the point where people laugh when I tell them how introverted I was uh, <laughs> my first couple of years of high school. Um, but uh, I went on a mission trip. Uh-huh. Uh, to Mexico when I was 18 years old, mm-hmm. and and I had already um, gotten my aha moment before then. But I went right, right. to I went to it uh, with a bunch of high school friends, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, on the way back, uh-huh. uh, my high school friends looked at me and said, "Do you realize how much we've been praying for this change in your <laughs> life?" And, and 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 they were like, "This is complete. You are a completely different yeah. Larry." And and so I get that, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it's funny because. Yeah, I always associated that type of conversion with people right. who don't grow up in church. Right, right. And here you are. Yeah, I know. Growing I know. up in church yeah. and experiencing the same thing. So you yeah. kind of blowing my mind a little bit, Godfather. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I told you I was sneaking it in. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Uh, and, and this is why I love this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this podcast is showing me that my stereotypical view of church and, and unchurched conversions right, right. are completely unwarranted because we all have a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? For sure. Yeah, for sure. so, okay, so so it's for, for you, it's the testimony of those around you, right, that, yeah, th- that, so. that make you know and, and others to know that this was the real thing. Yeah. Right, and it continues yeah. to be the real thing. Yeah. So you get home from CIY, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and for a lot of people, and a lot of youth ministers right now are going to be like, yep. Uh, you yeah. know, for a lot of people, they say you have this two-week high, you know, this spiritual high, this right. mountaintop experience, and then you come crashing down into sure. the valley, and you get back to life as normal. Right. Right? What, what, was that your experience, number one? And if it was, how did you get out of that experience to get to where you're at today? But if it wasn't your experience, what made it stick? Um... It was a little bit, okay, um, but it lasted way longer than two weeks. Okay, um, so I got we got back, um, and the the time that it started uh, to uh, that I started struggling with it again. You mm-hmm. know, the whole spiritual high sort of thing um, was when I went back to school. Um, yeah, so it was about a month, month and a half, you know, getting back into school, you yeah. know, seeing some of the same people. Um, and then at that point, it wasn't so much, um, it wasn't, it was more peer pressure okay. than anything. Because it wasn't so much like, I'm not feeling it still. Like, no. I, I still, you know, wanted to uh, be changed, you know. Yeah. It was just, I think particularly because it was over the summer mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't seen a bunch of the people since the following year. Yeah. Um, it was almost like that sort of thing where they don't know Yeah. kind of what I've been through. Right. And so they expect something, a certain behavior. The same old Scott, right? Right, yeah. right. And, and, and so it was like, well, what do I do? And, and I wasn't... Uh, I, part of it was going back to the, I was too proud to let them think otherwise. Yeah. Um, but then 
part of it was, is just like I don't know how to handle it. You know, I don't know how to like either tell them uh, or you know uh, just not hang out with them. And so I just kind of I I just started to kind of um, not talk to them as much, and, and it was kind of easy to do that because you go from people being in two middle schools mm-hmm. to everybody being in one high school now. Right. So there's more people. Yeah. Um, it's easier. Uh, it's a bigger building. Right. Which just makes it easier to not see people. Yeah. Cause you know, in middle school and even in middle school, uh, the different classes are like separated out into their own areas. You know, yeah. at least they were when I was in middle school. Um, all them years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, whereas high school, it was like, you know, everybody is, uh, completely in the halls together. You know, you see each other way less. So it was kind of easy to, I guess, avoid people because I, I wanted to avoid people Yeah, because I didn't want them to know that I had changed and that I was some... I won't say goody two shoes because I was, I still, there were still times, you know, after that trip and after other trips, you know, I had changed my perspective, right? but it was not easy still. You're still an immature I teenager, was, right? Yeah, yeah. I was still an immature teenager. So yeah, it sure. was like, so I still did stupid things. Um, and still argued with my parents and still got in fights with my parents and sure. all that sort of I mean, stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, the, um, kind of my whole attitude and my faith was different. Um, and it kind of, I know that whole spiritual high, you know, you get yeah. back from these trips and it's like, Oh, I feel great. You know, I yeah. feel on fire and all these sorts of stuff. And then it kind of fades away and it did a little bit, but it wasn't so much, um, that it faded away. It was just kind of a, um, I don't know, a reality check. Um, and it was, you can't have that sort of weekend every week. You know? No. You can't no. have that sort of weekend. That's emotionally week. exhausting. Right, yeah. right. And so it was just kind of, um, uh, it was just kind of a get back to reality, but it was, just sort of a changed person, you know? Yeah. And maybe it affected me in a way that uh, it doesn't affect other people. You know, maybe it had a longer lasting impression on me. Maybe because uh, I knew kind of how it was like now. Yeah. um, And I didn't want to go back to something else. Or maybe it was... You know, now I'm like this and my parents have seen me like this, so I don't want to go back to whatever. I, I don't think it was really that. Yeah. Um, it was just a, a changed person. Really. So it was like a light literally changed and it turned on, a switch turned yeah. on inside of you. You're yeah. like, this is this is it. I mean, yeah. this, there is right. no other truth right now. Right, this right, is, right. This, this is true. And if it's true, it's true. Yes. And, you know, and so you start living differently according to that truth. So your worldview literally changed. Yes. In the matter of that week. And yes. it was a permanent change. Yes. So you started, did you start enjoying going to church then after that? Yeah. So I started going to a youth group. And a lot of this is because of uh, the friendships I made yeah. on that trip. You know, yeah. uh, with a bunch of the people on the trip, a bunch of the other uh, teens on the trip, and that sort of thing, um, it, and that was 
uh, I think that also has a big play into why it kind of lasted okay. uh, longer. Because yeah. I started to hang out with them more right. uh, at church. Right. Rather than with the other people that I had hung out with, you know. So it's more of a story from a closed person to uh, close to God, close to others, you know, and and then you opened yourself up to friendships who then influenced you for Christ. You saw yeah. this all the reality of Jesus, right? right. That switch turned on, uh-huh. and then you just embraced that yeah. family, right, right? Right, and so your story is a story of growth in yeah. the Christian family and the maturity. Uh, of your faith happened because of that. Is that is that a fair yeah. statement? Yeah. So who are you now, Scott? Because of Christ. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm better uh, uh, now, and, and I think I am for the most part. Overall, you know, um, not that what this is going to make it sound like uh, God rewards and punishes and all that sort of stuff. And I don't really mean it to sound like that, but, um, I mean, in my life, I have been very blessed with many things, you know? Um, cause like I went to college for one year. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and since then I've just been blessed with different things, you know? opportunities whether it's with jobs Mm -hmm. or whatever Um, and I'm not saying this is why I said that thing at the beginning I don't think that that's necessarily God rewarding me oh yeah no it's not yeah you know I mean theologically me blessings anyways yeah I mean theologically speaking there are people in third world countries who are starving to death right who still believe in Jesus right right Right. you know so so that's not a reward for me yeah because I still don't deserve any of it. Right. You know, there's right. nothing I could do that would get me to deserve uh, all the blessings I have. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, I just, I don't know. I think it makes me appreciate um, what people go through mm-hmm. a bit more. Yeah. Um, appreciate people's testimonies. Yeah. Um, that much more. Um I mean, your faith is not what you ha- what you have. It's who you are. Right. Right. And, yeah. And so, look internally to to who you are as a person. What would be different today if you didn't have Christ? So, in other words, who are you emotionally, mentally, you mm-hmm. know, spiritually because of your last twelve years of you know, being a Christian? It's funny because when you ask it like that, I. I think about this quite often. Yeah. Uh, and, and not that I should really dwell on like the past or the future really, or, you know, what could have been, but I do think about it. Okay. Um, periodically, you know, where would I be if this hadn't happened or where would I be if I hadn't gone on that trip? Yeah. You know, would I ever have gone on a different trip, a different CIY trip? Yeah. Would I ever have had that? week or moment or whatever yeah what that kind of turned me around um and so i think about that but i don't know what i would be like uh i i wish i knew i think i think honestly i would be in the boat that you were saying where people kind of 
go through the motions to like make parents happy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think probably I would be in that sort of situation. Yeah, not really. Uh, uh, not really having a faith. Um, not really uh, following what the Bible says. Yeah. Uh, granted, I still. <laughs> Not that great at doing that. <laughs> I try, but none, none of us really are great at doing that. Scott. Yeah, so yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, but as far as you know, like my faith, I don't really think I would have much of a like real faith, not a real relationship with yeah. God. I think I don't think I would have turned out bad. Sure, you know, I don't think I would have gotten into anything like extreme, you right. know, anything like that. Because I. Even though I say that I wasn't hanging out with the greatest people, I wasn't really doing many bad things. Right. I just, I just didn't want to do anything that anybody else wanted me to do. And this is the power of your testimony. I mean, this is where this is where I think you really need to understand, and, and our audience needs to understand, is that that you know there are a ton of people who would be in your situation, who are in your search right. situation, as you know, who just walk through life. Going through the motions, right. not really caring about the supernatural, right. not really right. caring about the spiritual, and 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 they and they're just complacent in that aspect of their life. They're passionate about other things. Right, right. They're passionate about their work. They're passionate about their family. They're passionate right, right. about whatever. But but that complacency will right. be their ruin. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And and so to hear somebody say, "Yeah, I was there." But mm-hmm. when I opened myself up to that spiritual world, I found the truth that I had been looking for. Right. And, and, and it has changed me holistically to where I can't even recognize who I would be without right. them. Right, right, you know, right. That's a great testimony, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, 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 I love it, and that's kind of what I, what, what, one of the things I've been looking for in this podcast sure. is a person who just goes through the motion of church doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a saved individual. Right. They, they have to open themselves right. up to what God has for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, last question, and then we're going to wrap it up. Sure. Uh, how do you know, Scott, that who you are today is not just a result of your natural maturity and, 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 and instead a result of your faith in Christ? Uh, I think that's pretty well summarized with I'm just too proud uh i'm too proud to um and it's kind of hard to say that because of the fact that i am too proud a lot of times yeah um uh, but i think that that would just i don't it 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 would have kept me from just accepting anything that anybody else would have said um Because one of the things I think that uh, really affected me was the fact that um, just humility in general. Yeah. um, You know, and it's not what you think or what you want or anything like that. It's what God wants. Um, And you really have to put your pride to the side. Yeah. Um, And I think that that would have been the big thing. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, like, why, why do I need to listen yeah. to anything else? So know? the only, the, so, so your, um, willingness to set your own pride aside and to mm-hmm. humbly accept 
not just the word of God, but the advice of those around you. Right. Uh, is for you, like, this is how I know it's not just me maturing, because right. I would have matured my, right. that prior. I would have, yes. Yeah, would have matured right along with me. Right. <laughs> and that's why I think, I don't I don't think I would have ended up in a bad spot, like I was saying, but I think the pride um, inside of me would have kept me from, uh, you know, opening up yeah. to, to my faith and all that sort of stuff. Cool. Well, Scott, I really appreciate you uh, you coming in. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the, the godfather of Cornerstone oh, Christian Church. Um, <laughs> please call him that every time oh, you no. see him. Um, hey, uh, for our audience, thank you so much for listening to the Cornerstone Christian yeah, Church podcast. Sure. Uh, we have services each and every week at 9 and 1030 on Sunday mornings. Uh, we would love for you to come check us out. Uh, for more information, you can go to our website, cornerstonerock.org. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast uh, or about anything, really, you can email me, Larry at cornerstonerock.org. Uh, come check us out on Facebook. Uh, we're at CCC Brownsburg. Uh, and I think that's where you can get all your information about our church outside of the website. Uh, so uh, come check us out. We'd love to see you at the church. Um, so uh, we will see you next week for the Coffee and Conversation podcast. Have a great awesome. day. Bye, bye.